You're listening to MOG Channel. Welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical Christians from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Yesterday we were talking about the body, life, death, and all that good stuff. If you haven't listened to yesterday's podcast episode, you should stop what you're doing, go listen to that, then come back to this because this is like an expansion, a continuation, a yeah, an expansion basically. So, today I want us to look at Philippians chapter 1. Yesterday I read excerpts from here, but then we didn't really like open there and talk about it. But I want us to just, you know, dig in because it really contains some very serious nuggets worth considering when it comes to the body, life, and death. And uh, one of the reasons I'm teaching this, is it this? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) These two is because I, I really would like more people to have more confidence about what lies ahead what lies in the afterlife if you are born again you should not be like any religion that has uh, or an atheist who doesn't know what's going to happen and just hoping for the best no we don't hope for the best we are certain i mean what is better than being certain of what will happen after you get i don't mind all those movies oh that you see of unbelievers who say oh when you die what's up before oh say we'll see again you will not see again anything no if you are not born again you shall not see nothing you will not see again the scene you probably see is in torment in the lake of fire it's true you will see torment it's not it's not going to be oh kumbaya hugging and there's one you know how they would do it now this movie is hollywood and those guys they should be flogged they will not put one nice sunset it's always in the evening when the sun is crisp and golden and everything's looking so good to amplify the colors you get if you watch them what's in this movie hey gladiator see i'm a movie fan don't judge me <laughs> but i watched that years ago but gladiator if you watch gladiator you know the time when his wife and uh kid had been killed and everything so what would happen to him when he started having flashbacks uh when he was he himself was dying in the arena then he started having flashbacks and sensing himself going through a field like just going home to them and all that stuff but man in reality in reality if the guy dies sorry it's air fire air fire straight up straight up that's the truth so why not be mean but it's just the truth i think i've explained this on that podcast say hey, but god is good why would they go to air Ugh, bro go and listen to the other podcast <laughs> do you understand these things are they, there's a build-up i can't just start going back to all those things because of this so Philippians chapter uh, 1 verse let's see let's start with verse 20 according to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed but with all boldness as always so now also Christ will be magnified in my body whether by life or by death Christ will be what's magnified magnified would mean to be made uh, bigger or he would be seen or let me even see that Christ would be magnified that's Philippians 1.9 sometimes I say I always have to check my lexicon but Christ shall be made manifest in my life whether by what is it no not manifest magnified as he will be enlarged I like the word he will be enlarged he will be declared he will be increased that is it will be obvious that there's a guy called Christ in my life either by what my death 
He said, now look at this. Magnified in my body. In where? In my body. Where do we have the opportunity to magnify Christ? In the body. He says, in my body. Whether by life or by death. In other words, by the way that I live or by how I go. You see that? Aha. Uh-huh. By the way that I live or by how I go. That is, Christ will be known or magnified. So it just tells you that your life, living, there's one goal for your life as a believer to magnify Jesus Christ. That is your number one assignment in this earth to magnify Jesus Christ. Where? In the body. So as long as you are alive, you draw breath, your goal is to make Jesus known. Are you seeing that? Aha. Also, by your death. So in this case, Paul was already a prisoner at this point and so he was writing from a place of, man, bros, guys, <laughs> any moment now, any moment now, he was a prisoner. I think he was a prisoner in Rome at this point. But he basically could have, I mean, he's referring to the fact that he will soon go. Something like that. You can read it if you think I'm wrong. You can always correct me. So, he now says, verse 21, he says, for to me, now look at this, that means it is not to everybody's like this. He says, but to me as a believer, which is how we should be for all of us, for to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Are you seeing that? To live is what? Christ to die is gain. To live is what? Christ to die is gain. So to live, what is my purpose? Christ. You already said that Christ will be magnified by my life. So to live is that Christ will be made known. That is why I'm alive. You know, if you have this perspective about life, I think you'll live a different life. It tells you that, the, remember we spoke about what you carry to eternity. He, basically, what he's saying here that what the only things he would take into eternity would be Christ. How you magnified Christ in this life. How you showed Christ. By walking in love, by obeying his commandments, you know, going to all the world, soul winning discipleship and all that stuff. It's by what you did your works do you get your works your love work your works that is how that or that is what will go with you do you understand so for me to live the summary of my life is christ the question is can you say that for yourself the summary of your life is what or who christ that's a summary so uh when you put that in context when we say you know we're teaching about putting things in perspective Putting things in internal perspective just means that your life here is determined. One major factor determines your life is Christ. So it's not about how many the work you do, how many charities. It's not about how much money you give out. Anything that was not done within the context of Christ and love and God's love towards mankind is not recorded. Are you seeing that? So Christ is the center. The job you have, Christ. You go to school, Christ. <laughs> You marry Christ. You have children, Christ. You make money, Christ. Christ is the reason. Do you understand? It doesn't mean you don't enjoy this world. The Bible tells us in First Corinthians, uh, sorry, First Timothy chapter six or seventeen, or Second Timothy one or two. I think it's first. He said that God gives us richly all things to enjoy. So definitely, God wants us to enjoy this world, enjoy the things He has provided. However, our priority must be Christ, and what that means is that enjoyment does not come before sacrifice sacrifice for Christ comes before enjoyment Christ is the priority Christ comes before any comfort in this world so if your comfort is directly against or is going to come directly against your reason for existence which is Christ then the comfort is not worth it 
if that job you're about to get is going to take you from the church, take you from God, take you from spiritual things, then it's not worth it. If that job you're going to get right now means sleeping with your boss and what does that mean? And and demagnifying Christ, then it's not for you. Do you understand? This is how you actually make certain decisions. So well, I want to go abroad, I want to go abroad, I want to travel out the country. The question is, do your assignment, do your homework. First of all, by leading of the spirit, is it allowed? Are you allowed to go? Number one. Number two, even before you go to the notice, ask yourself, this job I'm going to go in for, what is it going to entail? What's it going to cost? You know, how is it going to affect my work with God? How will it affect my spiritual life? Some people don't think. Sometimes you have disciples, you just move. Mm-mm, no. To live is what? Christ. And you're going to see what he meant by living is Christ. You're going to see like in more details. To live is Christ and to die is what gain. So you're going to see... <laughs> Uh, like this is just awesome to live is Christ to die is gain what does he mean by that he explains verse 22 but if I live on in the flesh this will mean fruit from my labor so in other words what does he mean by Christ being magnified in my body fruit from my labor what is the labor the gospel preaching the gospel raising disciples walking in love that is the labor I see. They say if I live on in the flesh, in the body, it will mean what? Fruits of my labor. So why should I live? I should get fruits of my labor. I should win souls. I should make disciples. That is why you should be alive. So a believer who is alive and not doing these things, what what should we what shall we call you? What what are we gazing upon? We are gazing upon someone who does not understand his reason for existence. You see, my purpose is is banking. How? My purpose is uh, which other one? is to be a stuntman how my purpose is to feed all the children in the world how <laughs> my purpose is this one eradicate poverty how even Jesus said the poor you will have with you always how that can be your purpose my purpose is to stop child abuse how my purpose is to stop rape how now bros there are things that just you with common sense looking and realizing that, that they will continue going to Jesus Christ returns they cannot be eradicated man doesn't have such answers he doesn't have such ability that's the truth. But the one thing we are I'm not saying you should not do that one if you want to do, but the priority is what Christ. To live is what Christ. And what does that mean? It means that there will be what fruit from your labor. That means you will labor and get fruit. There will be results. The result is stable people standing in Christ, raised disciples, people who you've trained and raised who are also discipling others. Paul said to Timothy, the things I've commented to you, I think that's 2 Timothy 2, verse 2 or so. The things that you heard of me among many witnesses, commit them to what faithful men who will teach others also. That is the goal of ministry. That is the goal of Christian life. I don't care what you are, whether you're a mom, a wife, a brother, a sister, whatever you are, businessman, businesswoman, that is the goal of your life. By the time you leave this earth, you have left disciples for Jesus Christ, people who continue the mandate. You have left people, you understand, who are stable, who are standing for Christ all over the place. That is the point. That's the purpose. And when you think, when you see it in these terms, it now means all this. I don't want to do ministry. Shut up. This is ministry. This is ministry right here. Now, like ministry is not spooky. Ministry is not to wear suit and tie and stand on pulpit. Some people will do that. But when you understand this, it just means simple. You work with your local church. You don't have to be included the pastor or the deacon, but just be a disciple of Christ. Follow instructions. Then you also go out there and you win souls. You can be in your banking sector, you can be in your school, wherever, wherever you are. Talk to people about Jesus. Get them to believe the gospel. Then what? Disciple them, train them, teach them, bring them into church. Help them grow spiritually. Help them to stand and be stabilized. That is basically ministry. 
there's nothing else to it. <laughs> Do you understand? Teach them the word. That's it. That's what Paul was saying his life, the summary of his life was about. And so if Paul, who I guess was, let's say, the smartest Christian that ever lived, you get to the point that he wrote more, almost like even more than half New Testament, then I think we should also have sense. And realize that this is it because he was inspired by the Holy Ghost to say these things. He didn't also write rubbish what he was thinking in his head. It was Holy Ghost inspired. That's why we call it scripture. Okay? So he says, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And then he where he explains what he means. So verse 22, but if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I cannot tell. You know, I love this. Say so what I'll choose, like I don't know yet. <laughs> Can you imagine? So he said, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, should I live on in the flesh and have more fruit my liver, or should I die and have gain? He now explains again, gain. For 23, for I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Can you imagine this? Imagine someone sitting and saying, I'm hard-pressed between life and death. Like, I'm, I'm struggling. You get to decide which one to do. Should I stay with you guys or should I just close my eyes and, and sleep? He says, because to do that, is far better and this is where i want to land you know to die is far better <laughs> to die is far better we're just scared of the, i said this yesterday we're just scared of death because we don't know what it is. we are not sure what it is and what it entails and what is beyond the book has someone saying someone i say you, you are struggling to be alive someone is, is struggling to, to ah, should i stay should i go that's a struggle. I'm hard pressed. I'm. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know yet which one should I stay. To stay is okay. It's not bad. But ah, the one that is better is to die. If I die now, it's going to be much better. Much better. You know, Paul had a glimpse of this of that realm. He had a glimpse. The Bible says there's this other text where he said, "I know of a man that was caught up, you know, about some how many years ago, and he said he was caught up to the third heaven." And he saw mysteries or saw things that are unlawful to utter. He was actually caught up to heaven. And he saw. <laughs> he saw his other place. He said that things that are unlawful to say. I can't even say it in this realm. He had glimpsed that place, seen the place. So he could tell us, category could tell us that look, my guy, that place is better. That place is far, far better. I'm telling you. While we may not have vivid descriptions of the place and all that stuff, but take it from what the word is saying. It's better. It's better. So all this fear of death. I say, if anybody has that you love has died, eh, that is born again, if they've died, mark these words. That what to go there is what it says to the part is to be with Christ, and that means it is far better. Remember, we read yesterday to be absent from the body is present with the Lord. Saint Paul saying that he was so sure. He's now telling you that 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 present with the Lord is far better. Way better. Better. Can you imagine? Think of it. Just think about this. What is he saying? Well, far better. He's saying, if you like, combine your entire existence on this planet. If you are the richest, the wealthiest, the healthiest, the happiest, the most privileged person on the planet. If you had everything you ever desired. You know, someone like that is Solomon. Solomon had everything. He said that he said he didn't restrain his eyes from anything he wanted. Anything like he didn't restrain anything his eyes saw that he desired. He didn't stop himself. Everything from food to women to buildings to gold. He had everything he wanted. Yet in the end, he counted it as nonsense. He said all is vanity. So 
no matter how good this existence is, he's saying that living to be with the Lord is far better. So you are not to mourn for anybody who has left. That's the truth. That's why I say we don't mourn like the hidden do. We are not to mourn for them. No. We don't mourn for them. We actually ha- we should be happy for them. We are just mourning for ourselves because this life is hard. And we are going to go through life without them. You know, we won't see them and everything. When I see you again. <coughs> Sorry. Um, voice malfunction. Ah, anyway. <laughs> but that's the truth. It is what? Far, 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 far better. Better man, that place is amazing, amazing, amazing. Some people have been privileged to have glimpsed, they've gone, come back, told us some things. Of course, anyone that comes, you also have to be able to, uh, whatever they are saying, look at it by the word. So that's how we also know some of those things are fabricated and made up. But there are some genuine experiences, genuine ones. If you want to, there's one, if you, there's uh, what was that? I think it's by Jesse Duplantis. Jesse Duplantis, I think the name of the book is, um encounters of the god kind you can actually go uh, that one i'll recommend it that it's actually it's i think that one is legit yeah heaven okay it's called by a man called jesse duplantis heaven close encounters of the god kind if you want it you can message me on um what they call this thing telegram no instagram yeah you can hit me up on instagram and I'll just send you a copy or a link to get it. It's a wonderful book. I just read through it recently. And I mean, yes, it's, it's amazing. Close encounter with God kind. God, he was caught up to heaven. And, you know, I mean, that place is amazing. If you if you read such some of those books, I said not all of them are legit. There's even one that's fake that I know of. But there are some of them that are very legit. And I think one reason you know that they are legit is how Christ, if it brings fear... Be, be wary of it if it's, if it's fear if you're always so much fear and too much talk about hellfire and what will happen to you there and everything and how many pastors you've seen inside there then I, I would recommend it but if it's one that magnifies Jesus makes you more confident in this thing that to, to be with the Lord is far better I think it's, it's a better kind of thing but that's the one I recommend I don't recommend it yes, that, that one there is the one I will personally recommend because I've read it and everything you can also check another one um Although that one, his encounter, he's just briefly written there. I believe in visions by Kennedy Hagen. And that wonderful one, that one, he goes into hell, then goes into heaven. I believe in visions by. You can also ask me, message me, and then if you want it, I'll send it to you. But then wonderful stuff, wonderful material, and that buttresses this that to live, to, to be with the Lord is far better. To the point that the guy is like, man, what am I doing here? Can you imagine Paulus thinking, what am I doing? Why am I here? He wakes up the next morning because once you've seen the glory like that, you've seen those that place, you don't want to come back. See, anyone that has gone there never wants to come back. There's not one person that said, Oh, I'll come back. If I weird, they don't want to come back. They don't want to come back. So <laughs> you just be like, imagine him having, having seen all that. Then the guy's like, Ah, oh boy. You just wake up. Say, Can I just die? Let me, Lord, let me, can I just, please, can I be to the let me just die? Let me go and be with you now and the other saints because it's far better. So don't cry for those who are there. Nope. There, if there's anyone that should be crying, they should be crying for you. And me who are in this miserable existence. This is a miserable existence compared to that place. It's miserable, I'm telling you. There's still sickness, there's still pain, there's still suffering, there's still death, there's still any bad things, there's still having to pray to defend yourself. There's all this hardship here. But there, there's none of that. It's a wonderful place. Who are with the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Are you seeing that? 
That's why you can say to die is gain. Like to live, I mean, it's, uh, to live is Christ, but to die is actually gain. I've gained something. I've gained something. So he now says, I don't know what to choose. He says, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, <laughs> he said, I'm in a hot position. I, he said, I have a very great desire to depart and be with the Lord. 24 now says, nevertheless, to remain in the flesh is more needful for you. Are you seeing that? It's more what needful for you. So, he says, as much as I can be selfish and just go and be with the Lord, but he says, to remain is more needful for you. I'm being confident of this. What is he confident about? Being confident that to remain is more needful. In other words, your existence here is needed. That's why, as much as you want to go, you can go. It's better. But being here, there's an assignment which is to raise disciples. It's more needful for people. So, move from that place of you are the one that is always needing people to be needed of people. The fact that your existence here, that God will even keep you because I like, Lord, I know I know you want me to come home, but man, what will happen to this person? That person will say, okay, stay five more years, stay six more years. You know, you can have that kind of, when you are so, 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 so useful. Some people say, oh, son, come home, come home. You understand? Come home. Not useful, but I still love you. Come home. But they are the ones who need to be here. Do you understand? They are not in a hurry to take them out of this world because their staying here is beneficial. Their staying here means that more people get saved. Their staying here means more people walk with Jesus. And that's what it should be for you. So he says, I'm being confident of this. I know that I shall remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith. Are you seeing that? Your staying on this earth is for the progress and joy of faith of others. Are you seeing that? That is what it should be. That's what it should be. So, by this, I think I've just been able to define your, define your existence. Why are you here? Why am I here? Why are we here? Uh, I've told you. It's Christ. To live is Christ. Christ be magnified in your body by life or by death. That is actually it. So, brethren, <laughs> ask yourself, are you living for Christ? Are you living for the Lord? Is your prayer life okay? <laughs> Do you have disciples? How is your role in the local church? What are you doing for Jesus this year? Don't say it's pandemic year. Uh-uh. Jesus is still alive, still on the throne. Pandemic or no pandemic, the reason why we're alive is Christ. So definitely, that's what I want to say to you today, right? So, revalue your life, assess yourself. If you don't have, I think a good place to start is to get into a good local church because a good local church will you what to do. Many times, Christians are confused about what to do. Uh, what should I do? How will I? How will I? How will I? Mm-mm. If you are in a good local church, everything else will fall in line. If you are in a good ministry, everything else will fall in line because you will be under authority and supervision. If you are yielded and submitted to them, you'll be under authority as well. They're the ones that will say, do, do this, do this. They will give you guidance based on God's word and what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to them. So that's a place to start. Find a good church. Uh, if you don't have a good church, you can always hit me or message me and then you can have a discussion about um, some of these things. Okay. Alright guys, that's it for today. Have a wonderful day. Don't forget about bringing every day on Mixer. M-I-X-L-R is the name of the app. Get it from the Play Store on the App Store. Then when you download it, search for Young Ecclesia Nation. Then every day, 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., just come, you know, log on and you catch us praying. Pray with us for 30 minutes and your prayer life will go through the roof. Okay, that's it guys. Have a wonderful day. God bless you and bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram, that's pst.scn. 
pst.essien. See you there.